Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. The Girl in the Locked Room, Chapter 9. Mom was where I'd left her, working on her novel. Without even looking at me, she said, Not now, Jules, I'm busy. I had nothing to do, nowhere to go. So I went to my room and I opened up my iPad. Using a drawing app, I made skilly, oh, silly, I made silly sketches of cats and dogs and horses. They weren't very good, so I deleted them. Then checked my email. (sighs) As usual, I had no messages. (laughs) <laughs> a little girl would probably have no messages, huh? <laughs> I thought my thoughts wandered to the girl in the field. Out of curiosity, I typed in 1880 U.S. Census. I hit search. Maybe I'd spot something that Dad had missed. Most of the websites charged for accessing the census, but I finally found a free one. I entered Bennett for the surname as well as married for status and Virginia for the residence. 114 Bennets came up. Dad had mentioned the first name. What was it? Harry came to mind. No, that name, nothing turned up with the name Harry, but the search engine coughed up several Harriets. Harriet Bennets, one Harold Bennett, and three Henry Bennets. Henry sounded possible, so I looked at all three Henrys. The most likely choice was a 32-year-old, His occupation was artist. His wife's name was Laura and their daughter was Lily, one year old. Also in the house was a tenant farmer and his wife and a hired man. Sure that would make sure that they were of no importance, I ignored them. I stared at my iPad, almost mystified as before. The girl in the field must have been Lily Bennett, but I still had no idea what happened to her or why I'd seen her or what she wanted. I went to my window and squinted at the window on the third floor. The sun lit hit the gla- the sun lit the glass so brightly I could I could see nothing behind it. Lily, I whispered, "Lily, tell me what to do." No one answered. No face appeared in the window, but she was there. I know she was. I wished I'd had someone to talk to, someone who'd believe me. Jules, mom called from the kitchen. Please set the table. As I arranged the plates, glasses, and cutlery, cutlery means like silverware, I felt a weight in my pocket and pulled out the key. I was sure that I'd reburied it with the other stuff, but here it was. I dropped it into my pocket without noticing. For a moment, I I stood still and studied the old key. What door do you unlock? The answer came to me with a whisper in the air. Lily's door, of course. Dropping the key into my pocket, I finished setting the table. My mind spun with ideas. I'd go to the third floor. I'd unlock that door and I'd, I'd free Lily. But I couldn't get in there. I couldn't go there in the daylight. I'd have to wait until the late night when dad and mom were asleep. Was I brave enough to do that? Just thinking about it made my hands shake so badly I dropped the spoon. I said little... I said little during dinner, but mom and dad were too, were 
too interested in their own conversation to notice. Dad described the progress that he'd made with the walls and the ceiling. Mom told him that her, about her idea to add a character to her novel, a child whose recurrent nightmares held clues to the mystery. <laughs> she was talking about her daughter. I, I wonder where you got that idea, I muttered, but my voice kept too low for my dad to hear me. Oh, for her or my dad to hear me. That night, I'd hid the key in the little wooden box where I kept my special things. Seashells from Rhode Island Beach, a stone from a creek in Ohio, a tiny silver bracelet my grandmother had given me once I was born, a plastic palm tree, pin from Florida, a broken whistle, a couple of marbles, childhood treasures worthless to everyone but to me. Before I got home, before I got into bed, I looked up that third story window. Its glass reflected the moon, but no one stood in the darkness down staring at me. Lily, Lily, I whispered, what do you want? Why are you here? For the next two days, it rained, a cold, hard rain. But Mom and I were trapped inside with no escape from the pounding hammers and the whine of the drill and the roaring power saws. Heavy, heavy feet tramped around the old house. Men shouted over the noise of their tools. They laughed and they swore. I finished my book with nothing else to read. Oh, I finished my book. With nothing else to read, I played some games on my iPad, stared out the kitchen door at the rain puddling on the desk, and watched a few movies on demand. The Black Stallion, National Velvet, The Secret Garden. I'd seen them all before, but they were like comfort food for the mind. Knowing how they ended made me feel safe and happy. On the third day of the rain, Mom began to... Mom... I, blah, blah, blah. On the third day of rain, I begged Mom to take me to Hillsboro. There must be a library or a bookstore in town. I don't have anything to read, and Dad's crew's driving me crazy. A break is a great idea, Mom pressed. Mom pressed saved and shut her laptop. The noise is giving me a headache. She picked up her purse and grabbed her rain jacket and tossed me mine. She found the truck keys and headed for the door to tell Dad where she was going. Reluctantly, I followed her into the house. Now the plywood was off was off the windows. A gray, a gray, rainy light spilled into the rooms. The crew had pulled up the rotten flooring and put down solid subfloor. They're getting rid of the tree limbs and replaced the old stairs. Replaced? Oh, they'd gotten rid of the old tree limb and replaced the old stairs to the second floor. They'd swept up the dead leaves, fallen plaster, and other trash. The house smelled like new wood and sawdust. No more musty odor, mo no mold, no dark, scary corners. I looked up the stair. I looked up the stairs towards the third floor. Dad's crew hadn't done any work there, and it was still dark, even in the daylight. I sensed Lily hiding behind her locked door, waiting for me to climb up the steps and unlock the door to help her escape from whatever held her in there. If only I had someone who believed in Lily a friend to climb up those stairs with me and save a frightened child. That's exciting. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what happens.